Welcome to the Stone Church Podcast, where everything we talk about will help you grow and know the love of Christ and take it out to the community. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hello. I'm aware. I don't know. That's like a JP thing. I, I, don't know. I can't figure Woo. it out. I fixed it last time. You, did you fix second service? I fixed everything. <laughs> did you? And then you come back and... What did I do? <laughs> all falls apart. Uh, hey, how's it hey. going, everybody? Hey. Hey. Welcome to the Stone Church Podcast. This is season two, episode 17. So 37. 37. You know what? When we get to 40, we start another season. We're in season three. Are we going to have a party? Yeah. Season three party? Yeah, Let's another do party. It. Yeah, cookies. Do I owe you a cupcake still? Okay, you guys owe me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much. My list is getting so long. Uh, I'm just letting it fly because I'm a nice person. Just, just give me your Christmas list. I'll make it happen. I'm owed so much. You don't even know. (laughs) Yeah, give us your Christmas list. We'll talk to Paul and have him make it happen. Yeah. (laughs) We should probably pay her at some point though. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Anyways, well. Welcome, everyone. My name is Jessica Pate. Yes. With me is lead pastor Joe Camp and our executive worship pastor, Scotty Sanders. Scotty. Hey. 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 How's it going? Like uh, Norm on Cheers, the old show Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. He would walk in and go, Norm. Norm. I like Cheers. Such a good name. Everyone knows everybody. They all know their name. Yeah. Isn't that the theme song? It is the song. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Could we do that? What? We could, that's like, have like a th- have- start off church that way. Sometimes you want to go where uh, everybody knows your name. Isn't that kind of. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> come on. And they're always glad you came. Like that's such a good message. It is. You want, it is a great you message. You want the you worship wanna, team to do it? Or yeah. It just How be hilariously like, a recording? Lo- like that'd be awesome. Everyone would start singing along because everyone knows that song. Think about well, it. Well, make it happen, Captain. Anybody at a certain age and over. I don't. Well, Haley wouldn't get it, mm-hmm. but everyone else would. Yeah, make it happen. Why do I have to? Because it was your idea. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna yeah. start next time. <clears throat> get yeah. ready. All right, let's well, rock and roll. We are gonna jump in with our new segment called Current Culture Connection Triple C. Oh yeah, Triple C. So. <laughs> Love it, dude. <laughs> um, I just I had this one on here because it was a, a really big thing in the news. So a couple of weeks ago, there was a trial going on, um, a murder trial for Amber Geiger down in Texas. Mm-hmm. And she was found found guilty. But the big I mean, that was a, it was a big trial. But then the big thing that came out afterwards, um, and the reason that we're talking about this is because this segment is talking about things that are going on in our current culture around us and how it connects to faith and, and Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big part was actually during the victim impact statement was when the brother got up there um, who really kind of shared that this is a great story of forgiveness for Amber um, and really just shared you know, his love for her as a person and just really this Christ-like love that he was displaying, even though she murdered his brother. Um, and then asked and basically begged the judge to be able to go and give her a hug afterwards. And um, just different articles I read, the judge was like, 
I don't know. Can he even hug her and like hit a look at the bailiffs? Be like, is this allowed? Um, so it was a really cool moment that way. Um, and then I think for me, the cool part was even afterwards when the judge actually came up to her when, when she was sentenced and, mm -hmm. and actually went and gave her her personal Bible and said, start here. Mm -hmm. um, and just for this to be picked up on, you know, MSN and CNN and, you know, like these, yeah, these those, major those certain trustworthy news stations, <laughs> but, but for it to be mainstream, I guess, news stations yeah, where yeah. I feel like this is normally something that I might read about on like a Christian news page yeah. or something. But like when I first saw this and I was like, Wow, like this is like actual news, and mm. they're actually putting this well, out there. Yes. So, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of toss it out there um, because I I was listening to a podcast this morning because I just what I do, and they were talking about how podcast all day, podcast all day long, <laughs> um, about how like Christians are like it's like the not cool thing to do. And, but because it's the not cool thing to do, like, you know, some people are doing it to be cool. And they were right. talking about like the accordion, like no one plays accordion anymore. Actually, I do know somebody that plays the accordion. Well, and that's what they're saying. People are starting to pick it up. Like this person is legit. I believe Fun it. fact. And she's probably going to beat me for telling the Stone Church family that she is excellent at the uh, accordion. And that is Sherry Stickney. Ah. No way. Yes. I did not know that. She is legit That's accordion cool. player. So oh. fun fact. So she's ahead. cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just the idea of like people are bringing back these things to be, yeah. to be like hip and cool. So anyway, I just, it just was fascinating, I guess, to see the traction that it was getting picked mm -hmm. up and people talking about it in that space. So. Yeah. Sure. Thoughts? That's dope. Opinions? Yeah. I think it's, I mean, I think it's very neat. Um, you know, I think it's tragic that some of the media news outlets that are playing it literally don't share the truth 90% of the time. And this one was, so I hope it doesn't get the true story of restoration or forgiveness and restoration doesn't get muddied up. See what um, you did there. You see what I did there? Because <laughs> I mean, when you start talking CNN, right. I, I start talking, not happy, you know? Yeah. And, but uh, yeah, I'm glad because they do have like a broad reach. And I think that's great if we, you know, I just don't want it to get muddied up by, by some of the other uh, tragic things that um, are untrue that they post and, and things like that. So, right. um, but I think it's awesome. I mean, uh, you know, that would be very, very difficult. You know, I mean, if you put yourself in his shoes and begin to go, you know, can I really hug this person that just killed my brother? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. So. Rachel uh, commented and asked, weren't there a lot of people mad about the judge sharing the Bible, crossing lines of faith in oh, the justice sure. system? I'm yeah, sure. there were. The whole atheist community was like in an uproar yeah. about it. Let them be in an uproar. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean. Mm -hmm. I think there were like petitions and stuff to get that lady off the stand or off the judge seat or whatever it's called. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think it worked. But. I would say it was, it was after the whole trial. Everything was didn't, you right. know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, just one of those, one of those things where you really said awesome. people are. Yeah. I think it's neat. Things. And it, you know, I mean, um, it restores some hope in, in, in humanity. Like, and uh, I think that's, you know, the goal of, of, of what we're all trying to do mm -hmm. um, because it's, it's getting so wayward. At mm -hmm. times, I mean, well, I mean, 90% of the time, I would say, you know, like it's, we live in a wayward world. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's neat. I, I'm, I'm pumped about it.
like I, I saw i mean i didn't like go in depth in depth into it but yeah it's it's pretty neat it's a it's a great example of christ's love for sure mm -hmm. so did he share anything about faith or anything or he did he did absolutely okay, great. yeah yeah mm -hmm. very much like he i didn't see he basically all. like told her like the best thing that she could do that his brother would want her to do is to surrender her life to christ okay yeah and that was when that was when the judge was like here's where you start i mean yeah. he oh, cool. really was okay. like i hope you know, like you have yeah. found forgiveness in your heart. You're already been forgiven. I yeah. mean, he went into all of it. So yeah. it was that's it was, awesome. It was amazing. The couple kind of goes along with this. The couple that I married this past weekend back in Ohio, Bree and Nick. Um, oh my gosh! So so they they did they wanted to do traditional vows, but also write their own vows to each other and share mm -hmm. them. And um, Nick's was was good, but it's a dude's vow. So like dudes aren't just we're just traditionally not good at it. But yeah, <laughs> Brienne, Brienne, like began to share her vows and a part of her vows was a moment that is incredible. Like um, Nick is and his family. They're amazing, devout Christian and Brie um, knew God about God, but never really. And there was a moment um, in, in his car where, and she wrote this in her vows, where um, he just looked over and just said, I, I, I want you to know God how I know God. Mm. Do you want that? And hmm. and from that moment on, she's been a, a, an amazing Christian. She stepped in and it's just neat. And I look at this situation and think about the amount of times that we're so scared to share our faith or we're so like, and this guy in, in the worst situation didn't, didn't refuse. Like he took that opportunity right. to share yeah. his faith yeah. and maybe it should challenge all of us to go, Ooh, man. Yeah. Maybe instead of getting mad at the person, <laughs> you know, back. like the slow checking you out in a lane or something, you know, like yeah. just little things like, and you just never know. Um, I do believe it also goes to show you too, that, um, this is a hungry, hungry world that we live in, not like mm. for food, but mm -hmm. for truth. Um, yeah. And yeah. so I don't, I just thought that it was, uh, and I mean, I'm, uh, I'm up there and I, I'm really good friends with them, obviously. And she's reading this thing and I'm trying not to cry. And then Nick's mom and dad are right there. I mean, amazing Christians. And they're like yeah. looking at me and like, it was about to be a hot mess. We made it through, <laughs> but it was such a powerful thing, mm -hmm. you know, just something so simple as sharing your faith is just is so powerful so yeah anyway that's true a side note kind of but maybe just think of like so i was in dubuque yesterday um and i stopped in at hy-vee which i never ever go to hy-vee and hy-vee now has the self-checkout lanes too maybe they always did i don't know really <laughs> i haven't noticed isn't it um, a gas station hy what is hy-vee it's a grocery store oh Literally Welcome never been. To yeah. Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I thought Javi was a gas station. <laughs> oh, they have gas, but oh, okay. Anyways, does it like the workers have it's gas? The, no, Is it's in the form saying? of canned beans. <laughs> yeah. <so> yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is another side note from that. We've actually had date nights at Hy-Vee because you can go make your own peanut butter. And it's awesome. what? There's like peanut butter machines, you and can I make get really excited peanut about butter. peanut butter. Yeah. So anyways, so, but I was checking out and, and I know we have like self-checkout machines here in Manchester too, but I just, when you're, when you're in an unfamiliar place, like you already kind of feel like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And I was like mm -hmm. trying to put stuff in the bag and I missed the bag and I feel like, you know, bag. like all that stuff. But it did like, it crossed my mind of, 
and I know like this is the whole thing behind it, but I'm like, there's no person interaction. Like yeah. I'm an invisible person. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like, I almost like want to go find someone and be like, hi, <laughs> I'm, I'm Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> we should be friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause it really was like, yeah. I felt like this is what our world is coming to is we're, mm-hmm. we're missing that. And so we're going to miss mm-hmm. out on those opportunities unless yeah. we're really intentional and Which finding people. And, the importance I've always said, I say it again, it's the importance of making sure you're part of a church family. Like mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of church family, we had our elder Jerry Hale. Yes. That gave the message this past Sunday. Jerry. Jerry. So it's always Jerry. awesome to have. I think he's on the road today. Jerry. Is yeah. He? I think he's so, going to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Chicago. Isn't yeah, most that's... of Pico going to Chicago? Yeah. Love Pico. Love those guys. He oh. left at like five in the morning or something. He's probably already there at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, I thought we would just dig in a little bit um, on the the message that he gave because mm-hmm. through the Gospel Project, we are going um, where we talked about Hosea. And um, first of all, just a quick plug on their podcast, but um, the Gospel Project has its own podcast as well. Oh. And they really kind of dig into um, like what, what are the big takeaways from it. Um, but for this one in particular, it was also like, how do you talk to your kids or students about Jose as well? Cause it's not like Noah's Ark or Jonah. It's sure. one of those kind of like abstract ones. And you're talking about prostitution and it's like, well, right. kids, let's bedtime story, you know? So <laughs> how do you really have those conversations? But um, Jerry did a really great job with it. And I just thought just to dig into those a little bit more. So like I said, it was about Hosea, who's a minor prophet. Mm-hmm. Um, and God commanded him to marry Gomer, who he knew was going to be trouble. He knew that kind of going into it, God said, this is this was going to happen. This is why. But what does this tell us about Hosea's trust and obedience to God? And what can we take from that? Oh, man. Was there any sort of hesitation with Hosea? Or was he just like, you got it? I think it was, I don't, it never really said. Right, right. I mean, it was yeah. just, God told him this mm-hmm. was going to happen and this and is why. And, and he went and did it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, I think it tells the story about how, uh, just how much he trusted God. Cause you know, it's going, going into a situation like that yeah. where it's, it should be a forever decision, mm-hmm. you know, like as long as you're on the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and to just say, yep, I got it. Good to go. Like, how much do you trust someone right. to have to jump into that situation? Yeah, it's, uh, man, this it's tough. It's tough to navigate around. You know what I mean? Um, what like, are you doing over there? Well, I was trying to set my, <laughs> my book back. back. I'm sorry. But it's yeah, like, it's I, like you're I, going you know, in a tunnel. I think for us, it's the fact that God's going to call us to do some crazy things, man. And, and sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And Hosea's trust and his obedience was, I mean, spot on. Like that's huge. And this, in this context with the, with even like my kids, um, it's, it's tricky because, um, again, um, the world we live in has amplified so much of this stuff and made it somewhat okay. So then there's a fear that when we talk about it, like amongst or inside the church that our kids will go, wait a minute. So is it not, it's not, but in this particular situation, it it was because it was God led and it Mm -hmm. was. And so I, I think that's, I think that's the biggest 
thing for me is is when I look at the big picture of Hosea, it's like be ready to do something kind of crazy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and get ready to trust and obey through the whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think for me too, it kind of shows a different side of, you know, whenever you make these big decisions, you, you take these, these big steps. Um, a lot of times in the stories or even in your own experience, you hear about or you experience, I, I was blessed because I took I took this leap of faith, you know, for God. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this this kind of gives a different perspective on the result of that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he was blessed, but that dude had to go through some crap with Gomer. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it, it wasn't sunshine and rainbows. That's you know, right. he had to he had to work with her. So, yeah, uh, even though and and. And again, God did bless him, but it was still a, a hard go at it, even after Absolutely. him saying, I'm taking this this leap. So it's it's mm-hmm. kind of a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, on, it is. It's almost yeah. like reverse of what we would yeah. expect. Exactly. I guess mm-hmm. is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Okay. So to take that to the next part, because um, I, I was, like I said, doing through some of the things through the Gospel Project and I um, just came across, you know, different people stance on it. And like Jose, it's very controversial just because of, of what does happen mm-hmm. in there um, and how Jose handled all of it. So some people feel like it wasn't fair that he had to remain married to her. Um, but other people talk about how that can be missing the bigger part of the story mm-hmm. that they almost get kind of caught in and the relationship part of it. Um, but what what do you see? And you kind of alluded, like, what is the big picture take away from all of this i mean what was what was god using to really illustrate it's funny because through you know um and listening to jerry i listened to him on the way home too and i just kept thinking of i don't know that there's one bigger thought that you can pull i think there's multiple Mm. thoughts and i think a lot of times and that's why i love god's word that's how it becomes alive and active in your life because when you're in certain situations you would read Hosea and say, you would read this and go, oh, this is what it means. Six months from now, oh, this is what it means. You mm-hmm. know. So for me, I look at it and, and yes, I say, uh, God's going to call us to do some big and crazy things that doesn't make sense. Um, at another time, you, I could be looking and going, I'm going through this in my life because apparently other people need to, right. to witness me going through this um you know and and then does that make sense like there's like there's so many i think there's a lot of bigger things yeah yeah in it you know um like you said scotty too it's like um you know as we as we go through these things in life it does sometimes it just doesn't make sense and it doesn't Mm -hmm. and you just want to scream and you just want to go why and you just and then Later on, you'll find out it does and, and what the purpose is. And and uh, I swear, it always reminds me of the Vivid series. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, ah, you know, because we never know what God is up to. Yeah, um, yeah. We never really understand. Um, but we that's where you, and then, you, then you have the trust and obedience piece. Like, mm-hmm. do you really trust him? Like, right. do you, are you really obedient? You know, I mean, it takes that for, well, I mean, not to sound braggadocious or anything like that. It's not what I mean by this, but it takes that. Yeah. It takes that type of a, of a commitment for, you know, two of the three people in this room right now to be in Eastern Iowa. I mean, like it doesn't just happen, you know, like we didn't just wake up one morning. I don't think you did. 
I know no. I didn't just be like, yeah, we'll go to Iowa, you know? Um, See, there were so, several nights where I just didn't sleep at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, are you sure? Guy? Yeah. But also too, you know, um, you know, while we're here and, and, you know, getting adjusted and still like trying to learn the area and all this kind of stuff. I mean, they're tough times come. And so it's stay the course, you know, and the goal is, is that for, um, I think God uses us in this way sometimes so that other people can go, this is what that may look like or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying just, you know, like Scotty and I in this situation, but I'm saying in so many situations in our lives, it's like, oh, I'm going through this and I don't want to, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. don't want to have to go through this. I don't want to have to deal with this. Um, but apparently someone else needs me to see needs to see me walk through this, mm-hmm. you know? So I guarantee, I bet you, I would imagine too, you've had situations in your life like that. Both of you probably have had, sure. like, uh, well, you went through the surgery, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the cancer and stuff. And then you, um, you know, even just being out here, but other moments, all of us at some point in time in our lives or another, you know, um, we are, and that's why I think it's so, so important for us to stay in tune with God every day of our lives um, is, one to make sure that we're on point that we're truly trusting him yeah. and, and trusting that his impact through what we're going through is getting accomplished. So mm-hmm. I look at it. Uh, I, I see, I see the big picture of trust and obedience and that's, you know, uh, I think that's one of the big things that the reason why the story was told is that's what God wanted to come across. But I actually look at it at a different perspective as well. Vivid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look at it, in the sense of Gomer's perspective, where uh, redemption yeah. can come in so many different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like redemption can come in being forced to marry some rando, you yeah. know? And so that that's, you know, there, there yeah. are so many ways God can use to redeem us and to make us new and whole. And, and, and I think that's, um, that's something that really came through to me is that it's not just cookie cutter, mm-hmm. cut and dry. You know, you, uh, you're an alcoholic and you mm-hmm. went to church and God was like, you're not an alcoholic anymore. You know, yeah, I, right. I, it's, there are so many different ways mm-hmm. God, God can use to redeem us. And I think this is a great example of that. Yeah. And I think, you know, your question was, what is the big picture that everyone can agree on? I, I, I don't know. I think if we, if we, as you said, Rachel's on watching, right? Mm-hmm. Like if she were in here, like she probably have a different. Well, and I think we'd have four different yeah, things that we yeah. would be trying to convince each other to agree on. And I think that just goes to show just the beauty of God's word. Um, yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's cool. So that actually is a perfect segue into hey. my next question. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about restoration and God making <laughs> us new, and um, and Jerry's message. If you did not see it, he had some pictures that he showed of things that he restored a tractor mm-hmm. and a power washer and mm-hmm. um things that i'm like i would be that person be like junk it it looks <laughs> like garbage just get yeah. rid of it i'm a thrower anyways though so mm-hmm. then like i'm like oh wow like he made like amazing and then mm-hmm. you, you see audrey sitting on it modeling and it's like great yeah. um so in your point of view what is God's objective and restoration? So we know that he, he saves and he redeems, but mm-hmm. why doesn't he just leave us? I mean, like, what is, I mean, we, and I think it's easy to be like, well, he loves us, but what do you feel like the why is? Because we, the series is messy and yeah. we are messy. And yeah, well, I, I think, I, so Jerry actually had the perfect example of answering that question in his message. And it was, it was just one comment 
that he made, and, and it was about the lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Um, he said b- before he got before he got it, it was a scrap heap. You know, it was, you know, mm-hmm. um, nothing worked. It was he took it, restored it, and the one comment he made was that it will mow your grass if you want it to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the point of restoration. Uh, God redeems us so that we can do His work. Yeah. Before yeah. we are redeemed, we can't we can't function as God intended us to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So He redeems us, He restores us, and now we can perform the job. You know, mm-hmm. we can we can do what we were called to do. Yeah. 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 I mean, we can't reach the lost or yeah. make, make disciples if. We first if we can't mow the lawn yeah if we, well <laughs> if, if it doesn't run you know mm-hmm. if it's yeah. not cleaned up if it's not exactly working and yep. and um yeah i think that's I, I think that's the whole purpose the whole purpose of of being redeemed the whole purpose of him rebuilding us and restoring us through that process is because um i say it all the time there is a greater purpose for each and every person mm-hmm. you know every person that's watching this right now or will see it every person that's going to listen to this um, even the people that sponsor us at Anchor, hey. listening to this podcast, um, God has a purpose and a plan. Just let him do what he needs to do. And it's, I'm telling you, it's amazing. And so mm. I, yeah, I mean, I, that I would agree on a hundred percent. And I think all of us would, if we were in that, maybe yeah, that's yeah. the big uh, objective and theme here is that we've got to have redemption so there can be revival. That just mm-hmm. would be my thought, you yeah, know. Like so that. it's huge. It's it's kind of funny. He he, Jerry gave a direct example to answer this question. It was kind of cool. yeah. I don't. Did he do that? Did he say that during first? He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both both services. Birth, both he did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I caught it during second. He said, and it, it was just a small passing comment, but talking about the mower, he yeah. said after he restored it, if you wanted it to, it could mow your grass. Yeah. But he and doesn't because he doesn't want to make it dirty. Right. Yeah. That, that's like, that's like <laughs> yeah. its sole purpose as yeah. a lawnmower. Yeah. And before, if, you know, if he, he just tried. left it broken, it yeah. couldn't fulfill its purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he right. had to restore it. Yeah. So good, man. So yeah. good. A lot. Like, yeah, that's good stuff. It really is. So. So to wrap up talking about Hosea, what can we take from this? How should this um, this book challenge us and how we we act out in the world today? Well, let's go back to the the lawnmower example. You know, if you think about it, just because it's been restored, it doesn't mean it doesn't need maintenance. Yeah, along the way, and um, I think. We need to be open, to, obviously, to to the redemption and the res- restoration, the rebuilding process. But also, for me, it's a when I what I pull away from it is is it's a constant, ongoing process. Like it's never going to stop. Um, and when you see that from God's perspective, like when you say, "Okay, how do we see ourselves?" and 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 how does this impact how we act? Like. It should it should realize just how much God loves us, mm-hmm. cares for us, wants more for us. Oh, and by the way, wants to use us to further His kingdom. Like, but oh, by the way, this is also an ongoing process. You know, there's going to be mm-hmm. oil changes needed along the way. There's going to be moments that we're going to go through where something doesn't feel like it's working, and perhaps yeah. that's our disconnection from God because we haven't focused daily um, in study or prayer or 
or allowing God to use us the right way. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it changes the way when you see, when you begin to try to see yourself as God sees you, it changes just your whole attitude, your outlook. Um, and, and it should, it should trigger and change your impact. Hmm. Um, I've had, I can think of one person specifically, but I, I know there are many people that as they've encountered and, and really allowed God to do things in their lives. Now, all of a sudden people are like, you're just, why are you so different? Well, that's what happens. I mean, that tractor was different before Jerry right. restored it, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. That's that, that'd be for me, like trying to see ourselves as God sees us as, uh, it would just, mm-hmm. you know, open up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'd be, if we really, really continue to experience that day in and day out, I wonder if we'd be as reserved as we can be as sometimes rather than like the guy that just forgave the person who killed his brother. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, right. like, yeah. um, yeah. so what would our, if we really saw how God loves us and how much he really, really cares, like, and we focused on that daily and I guarantee our impact would be. Hmm. would be greater so that's good i think i think what i pull from that it kind of goes hand in hand um and it's just the 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 big theme that god will never leave you some mm-hmm. some you know lowly insignificant prostitute god mm-hmm. still took the time to, to and and even though it it was it was an example for hosea mm-hmm. you know it was still he still used this lowly forgotten prostitute, you know, mm-hmm. to, to put the bigger picture out there, mm-hmm. which to, to me is that no matter where you are in life, no matter uh, how far you think you're gone, you're, you're never too gone for, for God to, to take time yeah. um, and, and restore you and use your life for something a lot better than what's better. happening yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice way to wrap it all up. I like yeah. it. Good job, Scotty. Hey, thanks, man. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that is our four questions for the message. So you do you usually do just four questions? Yeah. Is that okay. for like the past I haven't I haven't paid attention 30 to some episodes. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. It's also why you haven't sent oh. the words from the video of my videos that you need to be sending. Shut up. Like, like every single podcast, every yeah. single one, did you, you've, yes. you've only done four questions? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I have like the same template I, oh. I use. And yeah. And, and I read the, the other questions. What would you read? You know, like the, oh, no, I'm about yeah. to go through. I They're so easy. Yet. Like these are the easiest ones we've ever okay. had. Okay. Well, yeah. I could switch them out because I actually have a list of other ones that are no, so no, obscure. We'll go with these. Just, we'll with just, these. just do more if they're easy. Let's just yeah. do more. Just do more. Yeah. Well, I will pull out. The, so I have I have my sources of where I go to get these because sometimes your daughter sometimes I have <laughs> I have a crew um, have yeah, a but crew a house child but I found ah. a, actually I found a website that has some really intriguing ones and yeah. there's some that were like what yeah. so I did write it down so they can be pulled out at some <laughs> point you guys will probably like say like what on earth but all right yeah. all right cool. fine, let's do okay it. number one would you rather go skydiving or bungee jumping. Oh, that's skydiving. I am the complete opposite. Really? Well, you yeah. don't like heights anyway. I have a th- I have a thing about heights, and like yeah. if I'm jumping off something, I like to be connected somehow. Yeah, but if you're going to do it, wouldn't you want the view to last longer? That was my theory. Was no, like, eh, I'm no. skydiving. That way, it's like because I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna have to go through all the nervous feelings, whether I'm bungee jumping or, or skydiving, right, all right. the scared, all the way. 
if I'm going to do it, like I want it to, to last as long as it can. So <laughs> that would be kind of where I'd go. Okay. We, we, yeah. we went up in the St. Louis arch while we were on our way back from vacation. Yeah. Right. And I spent about two minutes at the top. I was like, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> Done. Not a fan of the view. It's not even that tall, man. So like, it's like 600 feet. It's not that tall though. Like, <laughs> that, that's like 60 stories. It's nuts. <laughs> um, so here's my thought process. Yes, I I get that there's more to skydiving in regards to you get a view while you're falling and like, you yeah. know, you get to pop the chute and shh. I get that. But they for me- effects. Yeah. Yeah, they were great. I guess I'm just a little baby. I, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, you said it not a- It's not, a, it's not as high for one and- yeah. And, you know, I'm still connected, but I still get the thrill because, you know, you jump off and you're like, you know. Yeah. Would you do it like over effects. like the Grand Canyon? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Or like a how, river? How did that go again? <laughs> that thing. <laughs> um, did they do that? Yeah. Like, I'm like, just for your safety, like, do you feel like one place is safer than the other? Like if there was like a canyon with like razor sharp rocks and piranhas <sighs> down below. Like, would you still be like, oh, it's totally uh, bungee jumping. That's way safer. I mean, yeah. How many how many stories have you heard of people dying bungee jumping? Tell me. Zero. I don't know him personally, I guess. Right. I read a story one time <laughs> of a skydiver. Um, the parachute failed. Sure. They literally bounced off the ground, got up and walked away. That's amazing. They like fell as fast as you would just falling to the earth, bounced off the ground, got up and walked away. They had like a broken good, good rib deal. or something. But <laughs> how's that possible? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I'm I am bungee jumping. Mm. I'm connected. Okay. I can see the ground. Well, good just so you guys know, for Pastor Appreciation Month, we're gonna go next weekend. Oh, where are we going? I don't know. Wouldn't oh. it be hilarious though? Wouldn't it be fun? I will tell you that there is a 89 pound woman that lives in Delhi with my two kids <laughs> that will tell you no I way will not be participating like yeah that's why I can't buy a motorcycle oh man she will not even I mean that's she, a bummer yeah well my sister <laughs> well, I mean, wanted to yeah, think about it too if you had to try to raise my two kids by yourself yeah <laughs> I wouldn't let me do anything either <laughs> no my sister won't even fly an airplane they talk about like going in trips and she will not fly really of their boys I used to be like that mm -hmm. Just because I was, I'm a little baby, but yeah, <laughs> I've I've flown a lot recently, so I've kind of mm -hmm. it out there. Yeah. All right. Question number two: Would you rather have the lights on or off if you knew the room was full of snakes? On. Like. Define, <laughs> define, I want to know. Define like, where they're at. Like. Like slithering all over the place. You can't walk to the door without stepping. Yeah. Yeah. On. On. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's like when I was when I was really little, you know, and you like put the cover over your head because you're afraid of the dark, right? Mm -hmm. But like I never did that because I like if someone's coming to kill me, I want to see them. I want to <laughs> like I want to I want to see them coming so like I can prepare yeah. myself. I'm with if, you. If if you got your head over the cover, they come up and they just stab you. You're dead. Like yeah. at least you can fight back, you know, if you can see them. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See them. Yeah. I want the lights yeah. on for yeah, sure. Absolutely. That was easy. Yeah, those are easy. Wait, you got more? I, I mean, I... Give us another one. I... Come on, one more. Fill up some space quick. Really, you'll like this one. E-Night's coming up Sunday night. Yeah. There you go. Talk yeah. about e October 13th, 6, 6 p.m. Ready to rock and roll. I wonder if we have any questions yet. I don't know. 
I don't think so because Craig Starr, I think, was going to fill out one and the form wasn't working. Did yeah. We, is it working now? The form um, wasn't working? I don't know. I need someone else to check it. So, hey, if you are watching, go check I'll it out because I, I went on my right end now. and it looked yeah. like it worked, but I also am a collaborator on the form. Questions so I that for could, elders. Could be a reason. It was funny the way you emphasized that. Yeah. On the announcement. Can you tell us like what that night will really all consist of? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to worship a little bit, probably celebrate a little bit too. Um, the whole goal of E-Night um, is to increase communication and awareness um, of all the internal workings of, of the Stone Church. So that night, um, we're putting out the five-year from all of our ministry units, um, the five-year vision plan. It'll be available via print. We'll probably have like maybe... 40 50 copies of that ready to go but we'll also make sure that it's online um as well as um a communications chart um that katie has been working diligently on so everybody knows who to go to for what and where in this new structure that we've launched out in january so we we the whole goal is to increase communication um uh, as a church family um because we we realize that we're growing so fast it's very very hard if we don't take the time and just say, hey, we want to communicate, this is mm -hmm. what's going on. But we also know, you know our people have questions too. Mm -hmm. um, and so we wanna be able to address those as well, as long as they're appropriate for the entire uh, church. And you know, if it's more of like a, a personal agenda type of question, you know, we'll handle those. Um, you know, accordingly. Uh, well, I say, and I have a personal those, agenda, because so. we, we, on the form, we are asking you to um, put your name on there, just in case there is one that it's like, we want to follow because it might be something deeper that's yes, going on. You it, might yeah. Need. So that way, like an elder will actually schedule a coffee meeting with uh, someone to address maybe any concern or question or anything like that. So um, we're going to do these quarterly, which I'm really excited about. So that way we really try as a church to communicate uh, at large um, along with, you know, the new communications chart, along with the five-year vision plan. So everybody kind of knows where we're going um, and what we're expecting and, and, and um, also probably take some time to celebrate some of the things from our different ministry areas as well, like from our making and multiplying and, and meeting team, just some celebrations of like, here's what we see, you know, how God's working. And, and, and so it's going to be an awesome night. Like, I'm really excited. About hey, update. It, so. It worked. Yeah, I just got okay, it. Good. So, okay. Perfect. All right. We'll message. I don't know. Is this Craig listening? Sometimes he listens. Craig, no, if you listen to this, so. it's working now. Awesome so, message back. Yeah, let him know. Yeah. Really casual, really laid back, um, but yet just family time, you yeah. know, just sometimes you got to have family meetings just to say, hey, you know, and uh, so that's what we're doing. I want to wear sweatpants. Is that, What's is it that casual? Um, it is not that casual. Oh, because, oh man. Well, <laughs> my fear is, is if a couple of people wear sweatpants, then Scotty will want to, and that's out. So. <laughs> that's out. I'm teasing you, buddy. <laughs> I like sweatpants. He does. He's a sweatpants guy. So. I know. And, and it's getting cold enough to wear them now, like outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My jam. All right. Last question. Okay, what last question. Would you rather, ready? Yeah. Would you rather lick the pole on a subway or be licked by five strangers on a subway? <laughs> I told I'm going you. the latter. I'm going the latter because I am, yeah. Uh -uh. So can, I, can I decide where I'm licked? <laughs> like on my arm or something? Yeah, like uh, hand. Yeah. Sure. Five people. So, I do that all day. I never know. I'm going to go with the second one because yeah, I don't want to go with either of them. 
<laughs> but it is a would you rather. Yeah. Um, my thinking is that more than five people and some very disgusting people have touched that pole. Mm-hmm. And so if only if uh, I'm just weighing numbers here. You just don't want to end up being like naming like a week later where you got to go dip seven times in Jordan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, nice. and like, as long as they avoid a cut on my arm, yeah. I can, I can wash that off, yeah. you know? Yeah. So definitely that was a strange one. I, I told you they, that's why it was on the list. But Rachel, <laughs> Rachel said, them. great question. <laughs> Gross. Uh, okay. Final, final question. What is one thing you're doing today to be a better version of yourself tomorrow? E-team. Tonight, elders. Yeah, we got an elders meeting tonight. Love it. Um, I get to be a part of that. Um, I have really been. Um, I had a lot of window time. You don't drive you know, like fourteen hundred miles in like three days and not have a lot of window time. And What's I am even really mean? trying to like window time. Yeah, like where you're just driving and you just, you're by Look yourself and you're thinking, you're looking out the window, and yeah. looking <laughs> out the window, and so you're like, listening to podcasts. Am I having window and, time right now? Yeah, listen to podcasts and all that kind of stuff. But um, sorry, I'm done. I just for me, um, really kind of just recenter myself on our culture and um, the importance of of a healthy culture to any church or organization is imperative. So I'm I'm dialed and locked in on that. So sweet. Yep. I think I have a less uh, significant answer. I've got, I've got a lot of things to do for Katie. And <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna make me a better person. I have, awesome. I have your answer. What? You're moving this weekend. Yeah, that's not today though. No, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it's right around the corner. That's gonna that make gonna me. That's so lives, awesome. And I'm so excited for you guys. Like, <sighs> Thanks. Yeah, such we're a blessing for you and Rachel, and we're really pumped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We close on the Friday, so. Woo-hoo. We're going to, we have to go to Dubuque. So we're going to get the keys and we're already going to have a load to take over there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Right on. So party at Scotty's house on Saturday. What's that? Just go Dustin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He'll have it ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Party at my house Saturday. If you want to come on over. Yeah. I'm not going to share the address on the podcast. <laughs> you just got to find it. Text me. No, no, no I'll, I'll share yeah, it. I do need a good place to take homecoming pictures. And I guess we'll have a nice little porch. Oh, hmm. uh, well, maybe. We're, maybe. Well, there's ugly carpet on it right now. Oh, on the front off porch. The road. Looks nice driving by. Oh, okay, cool. Well, we're going to rip the carpet up like immediately. So Sweet. it couldn't. What, when's, when's homecoming pictures? I'm kind of teasing. It's Saturday. Come over. For <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll see us Sunday. Otherwise we'll check back with you Tuesday, the podcast. Rock on. Later everybody. All right. Bye. Bye.